0: Hey, welcome in to the Stinky Truth Podcast, uh, Mark Schlerth, alongside Mike Evans, Scott the Huff, producing the show from Hawaii. That guy takes more vacation than any, I, like, I need his agent, his vacation agent. Does he have one? And now he's mocking us with videos. Yeah, from the beach, from the beach. in Hawaii sunscreen lathered all over his nose He's got like nose. 14 weeks he's a producer that has like 14 weeks of vacation. I mean, I don't I don't know how he does it. Anyhow, good for him. Good for him, I guess. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. Good for you, Scott DeHuff. I mean, take that vacation time. Meanwhile, we grind away. Yeah, we just keep working Bringing this podcast to people. Yeah, exactly. So that's what we do and and it's brought to you, by the way, uh the people who help us bring this podcast to you free of charge, the great people over at uh, Core Water, Core Water, Hydrate with core.com for more information. I'm telling you what, perfectly balanced, 7.4 uh, pH level, which matches your body's natural pH level for the ultimate in hydration. I'm telling you what, always have a bottle of Core with me. Um, whether I'm in studio or working out at the gym, getting my muscles on, <laughs> I'm swole. I am huge, by the way. Um, and it's, uh, you know, part of it's, uh, it's the Core Water. It's uh, helping me put those muscles on. So hydratewithcore.com, as far as you know, that's uh, exactly how it works. So check them out, Core Water. How are you, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, you know, it's amazing. The NFL, even during their downtimes, still making news. Um, Zeke Elliott, me with Roger Goodell, says that he uh, needs to rededicate himself to doing the right thing. Mm. Use the resources that are available from the NFL. After he viciously shoved <laughs> yes. a security guard to the ground in Las Vegas, that yeah, that security guard, uh, that guy was the Neymar of security <laughs> guards. I mean, that dude roll—he like, falls down. I'm telling you what. What do you, what do you think he did? The full Ginobili? No, he he did. He was like an NBA flop. It was it was like that dude. You should hire that guy for your, if the NBA free is going on right now. You need to sign that dude just to go out and take charges, right? He's just going to flop all over the place. Um, you know, it was you know somebody called it a shove. It's a nudge. Uh, whatever, whatever the case may be. Obviously, can't do it. And for Zeke Elliott, you've got to understand. I mean, you got to be you got to be. One, you got to be smarter than that. Two, if you know, like I think one of the great things you can do in life is truly assess assess your skill set. If you know you're triggered like by certain things, then you just got to keep yourself out of those situations. If that's who you are, if you've got that, you know, that fight mentality, if somebody bumps into you and you want to, you know you want to aggressive up on them, I, I, like to me, You've got to understand that about yourself. And then if you can't handle being in a public situation because everybody and their brother's uncle has got their cell phone on, their boy is going, hey, there's Zeke Elliott, let's see if we can cause some trouble, I'll film it. You know, I mean, that's how ridiculous we are. And then I'll get a bunch of Instagram likes, you know, or whatever the hell they – I mean, if you know that's who you are, then you have got to be able to keep yourself out of those situations. It means if it it means sequestering yourself in your apartment or your house – Whatever, wherever you live, then that's what you have to do, Mike. Okay, but if it means getting suspended again, it, it, is that how Roger Goodell, Papa Goodell, could look at this? That he he hasn't learned how right. to avoid those triggers, so we're gonna yeah. slap him again with another suspension. I think that this. I, I don't think this was an egregious thing. I think that you know, I I, I think that Roger Goodell will err on the side of hey, let's let's. You know, continue to work on fixing this. I'm not going to suspend you, but you're on. You know, double secret. You know, top double secret. Prob- How do you ever say that? Probation, secret. Prob- double proba- secret probation. Double secret. Where's the top come in though? Is top there a double top secret? I don't. I don't think there was ever a top. It's just there. double secret probation. It's just double secret probation. Double s- top secret double probation. No. no, it's just double secret probation. Right. Double top secret prison. No. No. Doesn't work that nope. way. Anyhow, he probably is on double secret probation, you know, there and you he's he's not going to get, I don't believe that he'll get suspended, but you, you just have to understand. I mean, you know, it's a different world. It's a, it's different than the one I grew up in where, you know, you could do some stupid things and nobody's got a, a, a iPhone filming it, right? I mean, now you've got to just be brighter. You just got to be smarter than that. And um, you think there are a lot of old school NFL guys, just pro athletes in general who are like, you know, there for the grace of God go I, that there were not oh, at, phones around oh, when gosh, I was absolute, doing what I was absolutely. doing. Absolutely, But think about, as those guys, now a lot of them mature just with age in general, so they probably don't live kind of the way they, they did live. No, but had they? Yeah. During their time. But I'm, I'm, oh yeah, but I'm just saying, even those guys have to make adjustments based upon, you know, whatever celebrity they've garnered, whatever they've done in their life and understanding the changing world. You know, I mean, here we come in right before the Fourth of July, which is a great holiday, right? I mean, burgers and hot dogs, my green chili smothered all over your burgers and hot dogs, my shrewd, queso dip. Shrewd. Yeah, I mean, it's it's ding, all ding, over. Ding. You can find it at Costco. You can find it in, uh, in your King Supers here locally in Colorado. But anyhow, uh, in the freezer section. So I, I think one of the things that's interesting this time of year, you know, you're speaking of making good decisions. Like the NFL will tell you, DeMora Smith and the guys will tell you, 4th of July, when the fireworks go off, quit smoking weed. They'll tell you. Because you know coming into training camp, you're going to have the weed test. So they always tell you, hey, man, fireworks go off, quit smoking weed until you pass the weed test, right? Because it usually comes in the second week of camp or whatever, and they tell you when they're going to do it. They tell you when the test is coming. Make sure you're clean for the test. And then you can go on and you can smoke weed all year long if that's you know, if that's your thing, if that's what you want to do. Just go ahead and smoke as much as you want. But right now, like if you fail, if you fail the weed test in the NFL, you're an idiot. You're stupid. And this is it, this to me is. Zeke Elliott, this is what the commissioner says. If you make another mistake in public when you know you're triggered, then you're an idiot and you're going to get suspended. Speaking of Demora Smith, uh, okay, what, what the heck is going on here? Because the future of a perhaps a, a full football season for all of us football junkies uh, rests on this. So later this month, the NFLPA and NFL are going to get together to talk about a new collective bargaining agreement. That expires after 2020. Mm -hmm. And so there's this sense of optimism that the two sides can work towards a deal. And yet, last month, Demore Smith sent out a letter to agents telling them to remind their clients to start socking away and saving money and be prepared for a year-long work stoppage. stoppage. So... On one hand, we've got that very ominous uh, message being sent by DeMar Smith to the agents, and yet this this positivity that's coming about with these, these meetings later this month. So w- what's going on? Well, it'll be interesting because, you know, you look at how these things have gone in the past, and one, it's neat. I've heard this, let's save this war chest. I've heard this since the day I walked into the league. And let me just tell you that, you know, if you take a a sample of a hundred guys, ninety nine of them haven't saved enough money, right? I mean, it's just the way it is. And you know, I'm not I'm not angry at them. Um, I'm not upset with them. I I completely get it. I understand it. You know, I say this all the time. It's so funny how we put, like, how how we look at players and we put kind of our sense and sensibility. On them, like you know, a guy gets drafted, right? And he's a high round draft choice, he's a first rounder, and he makes you know millions of dollars to sign his name on a piece of paper. And instantly, you know, we want that guy who's done nothing but work on football, nothing but bust his ass to be a great player, he's earned it, he got the money, and now we want him to be a certified financial planner. Like, oh, what an idiot, you know, he didn't plan, and all along the way, you know, he came from nothing, you know, and and so. That I mean, I understand how it happens. I also understand that Demoris can say to all the agents, hey, listen, guys, make sure you build up that war chest. Make sure you save all your bonuses. Make sure you save all that stuff. Don't live on any of that because we may have a year-long work stoppage, and I also understand that nobody's going to do it. Right. And it comes down to the pay structure in the NFL. Anyhow, I tell you this all the time, it's a twenty eighty league, 20 percent of the players make 80 percent of the money, 80 percent of the players make 20 percent of the money. And those 80 percent of the players who make 20 percent of the money try to live like the 20 percent of the players who make 80 percent of the money. Right. So they're keeping up with the Joneses. They've got the new cars. They've got the houses. They've got all those things. And push comes to shove you're just like every other american out there you know you're three paychecks away from financial disaster every you know how many people listen to this podcast that if they lost their job today 3 weeks from now you know or or you know not 3 weeks from now but three paychecks from now month and a half from now you'd be like oh shit right i mean that's that's how we live this is a country of excess and that's how we live like it or lump it i mean it's just the way it is and so to sit there and 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 you know to look at the money, I mean, you know what? When you started off in in you started off in your career and you didn't have any money, you know, you take a date to Applebee's. Nothing wrong with Applebee's; it's great. You start making some money, you're going to Shanahan Steakhouse or you're going to you know you're going to Morton's of Chicago. You, like you know what I mean? It it our 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 tastes change as we acquire more assets, right? As we acquire more money, so. Uh, you know, it's nice to say, hey, build up the war chest. It's just not going to happen. That's not going to happen. So it would behoove the NFL to come up with a good deal now when the, it would behoove the players to come up with a good deal now when the NFL is motivated to maintain labor peace. And I think they are because things are really good, right? Things are expanding globally. They made 14 plus billion dollars. Like things are really good. Here's the deal. Like, you need to negotiate. One of the things is there's a lot of discrepancy in, in kind of the revenue split, like what goes into the revenue pot. And some, like, some of it, from a gross standpoint, some of the money that is made does not count to the money that is divided and shared. So they want to hold back money on stadium improvements and stadium renovations. And I get that because, right, the, the better the stadiums are. You know, the one thing you need to understand is that television contracts pay a lot, right, of, of the money. But for the owners, man, they've got to have people in their stadiums, right? They've got to be able to create and generate revenue from their stadiums. So I understand holding some of that back for renovations and doing all those things. Um, I, I think what, what the players really need to do is instead of chasing short money, chase long money chase healthcare chase the things that truly matter later in life but as a young player and you're 22 23 years old and you're bulletproof you don't you don't understand that you know I get it more now than I did when I was 23 now that I'm 53 right and you've got you know you got backs and and knee I got knees that need to re- I got a knee that has to be replaced here eventually I've got back issues you know you you have some of these other issues That it'd be nice to have insurance. My insurance from the NFL ended five years after I was done playing, and it's you know for a lot of those problems don't start showing up until after. None of them they they do they have the actuaries on that they know exactly when you're going to start having issues. They're like, here we'll give you insurance for this much time, and you know and and you'll you'll make it through, and then all of a sudden you'll start having the issues. So it's it's the long money that I think they need to chase, but I just don't think from the players, and I understand why they're short-sighted. I mean, the, average career has, the, the length of the average career hasn't changed in 40 years. It's 3.4 years. That's what it is. And in 3.4 years, the majority of guys aren't going to make enough money to last a lifetime. They certainly are not going to save enough money to last a lifetime. So that's really what you need to be looking at. Like, if you're a vested veteran and, and you've done this for a long time, there's no question in my mind you should have lifetime health insurance. You should. But will they go for that? Will they will they be will will they have the long view as opposed to the short view? Um, but I do think the NFL is motivated. You know what would be great for me as a former player to see them kind of sidestep some of their differences and hang on to the things that, you know, to me that are collaborative to to make it a better place to you know and less kind of angst between management and and players. I think those things would be would be great. Um I just don't know if that's ever going to happen, Mike. Well, things are good right now for the NFL and they're getting ready for their 100-year celebration and and part of that 100-year celebration is there's talk that in 2020 the Hall of Fame class could swell to 20 people. The idea being that there are uh, many players, especially from the past, that that really are deserving but have slipped through the cracks and that the longer we we go on, the likelihood, the chances of them ever getting in decrease. So what about the idea for one year we really expand the class and bring in a lot of these guys who, who probably should be in and if they're ever going to get in, now has to be the time. As part of this expanded class, you know, right, so look, here, we're, here we are in Denver, okay? Right. And you look at some guys like uh, uh, Randy Gratishar, right. who was a, a great player for the Broncos for years, uh, the, the, put up the kind of years that if he'd been playing for the Steelers or playing for the Packers, he'd automatically be in the Hall of Fame right now. But he was doing it in relative anonymity with the Broncos and... He sort of slipped through the cracks. Yeah. But those that watched him back in the day will tell you, great football Shoot, player. When, you, when, I was a kid, when I was a kid watching, and I was a Steeler fan growing up. I mean, I grew up in Alaska, and I loved the Steelers. Steelers were on in Alaska. They were the national game every morning, right? Every, you, you get a Steeler game, and in you know the afternoons, you get a Cowboys game. And so, you know, if Randy Gratishar played middle linebacker for the Cowboys, he'd be a Hall of Famer. Yep. There's no question in my mind. So... But like you said, he lived in anonymity here playing in in the Mile High City, and he was a great player. But back in those days, growing up watching it, I mean, I never really watched Randy Gratishar because I was always watching the Steelers. But it, it was the two middle linebackers of their era were Jack Lambert for the Steelers and Randy Gratishar. Yep. They were considered the best middle linebackers in football. Jack Lambert's long since been in the Hall of Fame, as you know. All those linebackers, Jack Ham was in. You know, I mean, they've got a bunch of guys for the Steelers. All those '70s, and, and rightfully so, because the Steelers' defense of the '70s, the steel curtain defense, was was phenomenal. But that said, it would it would rectify some some quote unquote wrongs um, in in that committee that votes Hall of Famers in, and so that part would be good. I mean, I couldn't imagine having to sit through the uh, the induction ceremony that would be like a four day induction ceremony with the way the the speeches have gone lately. Lord have mercy. Oh, spread it out over two days, no big deal. Yeah, I mean, everything they do, like they say, hey, what 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 are you supposed to get for your induction? You're supposed to get like oh, like twelve minutes 12 or minutes, something. Yeah, or guys go forty five, yeah. fifty. Remember we were getting ready for Shannon oh, Sharp or like, <laughs> yeah, right. 12 minutes please he'll just be he won't be war- he'll be just warming up by the time he gets to like 35. yeah I don't I mean I t- I know it's it's but it, you can't it's hard you can't be against this just because you're worried that the the speeches are gonna drag on too long I mean this is about recognizing guys careers and why can't guys do it in 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 the time allotted because come on this is a I know it's a a once-in-a-lifetime achievement. It's a a once-in-a-lifetime thing. You think you could do it in 12 minutes? Oh, heck yeah. I was great. Any questions? (laughs) Boom. Boom. Done. Where's the buffet? Yeah, where's the buffet? (laughs) Hey, speaking of food. Yes. And this is probably something that nobody wants to hear about 4th of July weekend. Okay? Mm Mm-hmm. But, uh... I want to talk about body fat. Do you know? Yes. Okay. And body sculpting. Well, uh, you know, you're an expert on the body fat part. <laughs> body sculpting. You <laughs> might have something to learn <laughs> there. Okay. But Patrick Mahomes uh, says that he's he's making this off season a priority to drop weight, lower body fat, body sculpt. You know. Do all these things at age twenty-four that Tom Brady has right. been doing in his, uh, you know, mid to late thirties into his forties? Is this the Tom Brady effect? Yes, it is, isn't it? It is. Like you know, how many times I've said during the course of of my post-playing career, how many times I've said to myself, "I should have taken better care of myself." Like I started late in my career with you know, bi-weekly, twice-a-week massage and, and different things that I did as a young player just never, it just wasn't part of the deal, right? Um, I mean, when I was a young player, it was, I mean, we still medicated, you know, but it was anything you needed, you just took a, hey, man, this is really bothering me. Here's a pill for it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Do you know that when I first got in the NFL that you that probably get some people that, will. You know, be angry about this, but this is just true. So, I mean, I'm not making it up. It's it's true that we used to get on the plane. First off, there was booze. There was like, I mean, beer after a game. After a game, yeah. so you get on the plane, and there was the, the plane was chock full of beer, right? So you grab a couple of beers. You get on the plane, grab a couple of beers, and then one of the doctors would come down the aisle with a like a little. It wasn't a full manila envelope, but it was, like, one of the smaller ones, like a six-by-eight or whatever, full of, like, Vicodin. And they'd roll down and say, how many do you need? And you'd be like, ah, take two. And they'd give you a couple of pain pills. Wash, down, them, with wash a down with a few beers. Right? I mean, that's the way. It. And, and then, then you get up to 38,000 feet. Right. And then you land and drive home. I mean, that's how the NFL operated. Yeah. Now, thankfully they've they've changed all those rules, right? You you can't do that stuff anymore and there's audits on all that stuff, but but you've seen the shift in the way guys take care of themselves, how much money. Like James Harrison, James Harrison would reportedly spend about 600 grand a year on his body on just maintaining his health with you know, oxygen tam- chambers and massage therapist and, you know, acupuncturist. And, like, he had a whole staff of people that just worked on him. Um, but I do think this is the effect of Tom Brady. I think guys are looking now at Tom Brady and Drew Brees and and they're saying, man, like, I could do this. Like, for us here in Denver, the the thought of Patrick Mahomes going, hey, I'm 24 and I need to take better care of myself, and I want longevity here. The fact that we may have to face him for the next twenty years. think about it, right? Think about that. i th- I didn't I didn't really put the math together until we started talking about it. but Brady has said he thinks he could play to 45. and is there any evidence? did you right see now? did you see the thing where Patrick Mahomes it was throwing a football they wanted to see what kind of velocity you could get and he threw it in the 60s like on the football, which you know the football has a lot more resistance because it's heavier than a baseball. So throwing it in the 60s is like a, you know, from the, from the bump, it's like a 90-some-mile-an-hour fastball, like probably low 90s, 91, 92, right? right? So Tom Brady gets one of those little, little radar guns, and then, you know, you can argue the accuracy of those things, but they're close, right? They're within a few miles an hour, and he throws one sixty one at 40. He'll be 42 in August. Yep. So he throws the ball. He throws the ball with greater velocity and better accuracy now at 41 than he did at 24. Right. So if these quarterbacks, you know, so if the Bradys of the world, the Breezes of the world, the Rodgers of the world, they look back on their careers, they're like, wow, man, what the heck was I thinking when I was 24, 27, 28? Man, if I had taken better care of myself back then, who knows what I'd be like right now? Right. And they're talking about being able to play into the mid-40s. So... How sobering is it if a guy like Mahomes is already onto this at age 24 and as a NFL fan, or if you're a Bronco fan or a Raider fan or a Charger fan, you're thinking, wait a minute, I could be having to face this guy for the next 20 years, that's that's sobering. That's frightening. That's depressing. And to watch what to watch what that guy did. Last year, you know, we make so much out of Patrick Mahomes and rightfully so. We make so much out of his off schedule plays because they're tremendous. We saw the left handed completion, we saw the hey, scramble around and throw it sidearm looking down the middle of the field out to the left hand sideline for a complete. We saw all these remarkable fourth down and nine scramble around and chuck 145 yards down the football field to the hands of Tyreek Hill for a win against Baltimore. We we saw all these remarkable off-schedule plays because they're highlight reel. They're, they're sports center reel. You know, they're, they're, they're top plays, right? So we see all that. And you know what we take for granted? How good he is on schedule. How good he is at looking off safeties. How good he is at reading defenses. And he's only going to get better. And if he can stay healthy... And he can take care of his body and maintain it that way. You're talking about at the end of his career. You're talking about one of the greatest quarterbacks, potentially one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. If he can do, if he can stay on the same course that he's on. Okay, you know? so look, the kid's legit. But but do you still sense some sort of, I don't know, market correction this year? I mean, the guy threw for fifty one hundred yards and fifty touchdowns. Mm. I mean, is that where the bar is set? Or do you, like, if you were putting the over-under on touchdown passes for Mahomes this year, what would it be? If I, if I was putting the over-under on touchdown passes, I would say that you got to think about that kid always throwing about 35 a year, which is a pretty good number, right? A pretty big number. Um, and then, you know, tell me how many games Tyreek Hill gets suspended for. Tell me how many, like, these. he's, and I've told you this, I had – Wink Martindale, when I was calling a Baltimore game, who is the defense coordinator for, for uh, the Baltimore Ravens, tell me that in all the years he's been coaching, he's been coaching forever now. I've never seen his equal as far as a dynamic speed player. You know, I mean, obviously, he's he's got great skill set um, when it comes to catching the ball and doing all those things. So I've never seen his equal. He is the fastest in pads player I have ever seen in my entire life. And, like, he's a huge difference maker. So there's going to be some – I think there'll just be some market correction in general because there usually always is after a big year like that. But it's not going to be like all of a sudden he's going to be scrambling around. You know, he's going to be scrambling to throw 27 touchdowns. He's going to be in the mid-30s, you know, probably approaching 40 on a year-to-year basis with the talent they have right now and with the play design of Andy Reid. And Andy Reid is great at that, you know, great at, at, at all that stuff. He really is. Um, Kid's going to rewrite the record books, you know. Oh, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Now, that's great and all, but got to have the Super Bowls to go with it too. Yeah, to elevate yourself to if that. you want to be yeah. in the conversation. Because right now there's there's one and there's – like you can have a you can have a legitimate argument for who is like two two three four five two three four five Yeah. But there's there can be only one. There can only be one. And like he has gotten himself to a point. The world's greatest American. He's gotten himself <laughs> to a point where it's like the conversation for wide receiver like Jerry Rice, greatest receiver of all time. Everybody just goes, oh, it's Jerry Rice. Right. And everybody goes, OK, I'm good with that. Yep. We move on. Right. That's where we are at quarterback right now. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. It's Tom Brady. Okay, I'm okay with that. We'll move on. Yep. No, I, I, and we've, yeah, even from people who would not have felt that way a few years ago, now they're coming forward and they're like, yeah, with grudging, grudging admiration, grudging respect, whatever. Okay, 18 years, but 17 years where he's played because he had the ACL in like week one of of the 2000, what, eight, seven or uh, eight season or seven season, whatever it was. Um, so in seventeen years that he's actually lined up and played, nine of the seventeen ended in a Super Bowl with six Super Bowl victories. Did that's, that's incredible. It's how uh, many how many AFC championship games? Was it twelve? Twelve or thirteen. Twelve or thirteen? Yeah. Last I mean, couple times. Yeah. Twelve or thirteen, yeah. It is I mean I, it's I stupid. It is it's ridiculous. It really is. I mean, I and, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I've probably said it on this podcast. Human nature, when you have success, is to get fat, right? Just to kind of sit back and admire your handiwork. I'm like, this defies human nature. To continue to work, continue to perfect, continue to grind, continue to do the things that sets you apart. and Do more than you did the year before, and not be satisfied by your success. That defies human nature. That's what's the most amazing thing to me about this run that the Patriots have been on. It's amazing. Well, uh, speaking about getting fat, yeah, uh, I encourage everybody to get fat this weekend. Have a great Fourth of July. It is going to be. It is. Gonna Don't be... worry about body sculpting. No, no. I. You know what? You know what? Hey, I, I, I'm going to give you a hint. Okay, here's the deal um the perfect way to a beach body you ready (coughs) put on a bathing suit and go to the beach that's it that's your beach body you got a beach body right get a tan enjoy and fourth of july i mean celebrate have fun man enjoy be responsible yep but have a great time spend it with your family and your loved ones All the best from us here at the of Truth Podcast to you. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, the fine folks at Core Water. For all of us here involved in the show, have a happy 4th of July, and we'll be back with you next week.